My name is Danny Painter, and I host a show called Love Songs with Danny Painter on Jacaranda FM in South Africa every Monday to Thursday. And on that show, I get to speak to some really incredible human beings, human beings who've overcome things, human beings who've lived a really big, incredible life, and human beings who have inspired me to try and live a bigger, more incredible, adventurous life. And hopefully, they can inspire you. So here is one of those human beings. Because of COVID, it feels like I haven't played forever. But you have, feel like you haven't played in forever. Well, in South Africa. So, uh, you know, um, if you factor in the fact that COVID lasted like two and a half years or whatever that period was, yeah. you know, I think it was just an, a general absence from most musicians. And then I, I never really uh, got, got to capitalize on when South Africa opened up. Mm. So uh, um, I guess that absence seems a lot, lot longer. So you're telling me you've been cheating on us for all this time, that we've been thinking that you're here pining, that you can't come and play for us, and yet you're out there living your best life with other people. This is disgusting behavior, uh, God. <laughs> disgusting. Something like that. <laughs> okay, so there's a new single coming. Um, obviously, you've been busy and you've been touring, but you've also been dadding and doing a lot of family-type stuff. Tell me how you're balancing being Khan Morby, the, the artist and the performer, and Khan, Khan the dad. Um, yeah, I, I guess uh, it's it's not really balanced. I would say it's, I'm more um, focused on my dad exec uh, role. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, when I do have um, spare time, I kind of... Um, I, look, I'm, I'm feverishly writing and I'm busy working on a new album and I'm recording it all here, which is... It's quite a fun project because I'm learning a lot in in terms of documenting the, the music. Uh, you know, previously I'd always go to studio. I'd write mm-hmm. demos at home and then I'd go into studio and you know do it all professionally. Now I don't have that sort of engineer to help guide me through the process. I am the engineer and, and the producer from the side, and then I am sending it to someone to mix it and all of that jazz. But it's a massive learning curve and. Um, yeah, so when my kids are at school and all of that stuff, uh, I tinker in my lab. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say, uh, you know, I, for, for me, they're my priority at the moment. Um, and every every now and again, I get to, to scratch itch and go and play live. Um, you know, fairly recently, myself and Glenn went and did like a duo tour in, in Germany. Oh. And that was super cool. Um, yeah, and then we and then we just kind of planning the very like low key shows in and around uh, the Netherlands. Um, you know, he's he's working as a drama teacher at the moment, um, and I'm working. I'm also a drama teacher because kids are full of drama, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm just uh, managing their kids are just drama queens. Yep. I'm just managing that for for the, for the time being. I um I, I find it incredible how kids humble you. Um, we go from being these amazing, worldly-wide, traveled VVIP rock stars to, like you say, managing drama and doing math homework. And it's such a, I I mean I I can't even imagine what it must be like for you. But it's it must be such a a shock to the system. But also not because I mean you've been there from day one, right? You knew they were coming. 
but this is it's a lot kids are kids are work dude no big time and yeah you know they um i think sometimes we 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 try and um you know we look at them through the lens of everything we know and we've experienced and we get frustrated with them yeah. but they're only five and seven they don't they haven't quite uh, <laughs> connected all the dots and you're like why are you doing that and then you're like oh only five yeah because i'm um, a baby still yeah exactly Come on, so, i'm 37 and i still do stuff where my mother goes why are you doing that and i'm like yeah, I'm no, a baby yeah. still. <laughs> Exactly. No, no. Look, we we never quite grow up either. So, yeah. Look, I, I I do say it's a it's a it's a difficult job. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah. Managing little people. It's probably more difficult than having to kind of get up on stage and, um, you know, potentially face rejection. <laughs> oh, dude, no! It's way more responsibility. You have way more responsibility as a dad. You can get up on stage. You could have six beers, and we wouldn't have cared. You cannot get up in the morning and have six beers and they're not going to, do you know what I'm saying? Like you have yeah. humans to make. No, that's no, I don't want to make any more, but yes, I've no, got I mean, I'm make them good. I have humans to shape. I don't want to make any more. <laughs> make them good. Okay. Yeah. But let's quickly touch on the balance thing because I mean, obviously before you were just writing demos at home, then you go into studio and you would record and you would sit with a group of people. Now your studio is where you live, where you eat, where you dad, where you do everything. How do you not either spend all of your time there or absolutely none of your time there like how do you make yourself do the the work um yeah i think uh, i guess just the design of the space that we live in <clears throat> my this little section is right at the top floor and nothing much else happens in here except for our wardrobe there and the wardrobe <laughs> <laughs> and the wardrobe serves as, uh, as as some actually good soundproofing oh yes uh, yeah so i guess it's kind of like m my office i just kind of walk to the, the third floor and and um you know there's not the i guess the distractions that home has um mm. it's a separate space and maybe i just compartmentalize it like go in there and be productive I think that's something we can all learn. Okay, so you're talking about working on a new album. Before we talk about the single that you're about to drop, tell me a little bit, if you can, whatever you can tell me, I will I will gladly appreciate it. What what can we expect from this new album? Okay, so the, this, the, you know that this particular song is not off the new album. Yes, I know. Uh, it's off of the uh, okay, but what can we expect? Yeah, yeah. So, well, the new album, I think the nature of, of having to record it on my own and at home, it's, it, it is a lot more stripped down and I, and I have to kind of go, um, I have to put sort of restrictions in place and go, you know, um, you can only play a certain amount of instruments and, um, you know, you only have a certain timeline and you have only have certain capacity. Uh, so try and limit the amount of instruments that you put on it and, you know, simplify it, I guess. Okay. Uh, so I say that now, but I, I know, I know down the journey, <laughs> eventually I'm adding in synths and all sorts of brass sections and stuff. But um, for now, I think it's going to be a lot more simple. And, and I think um, I've had a lot more time to actually work on my, the craft of, of um, my guitar, you know, because I, I, I think what what happens in a lot with a lot of musos is when you uh, become successful as a result, you become 
a touring band and you have very little time to actually hone your craft mm-hmm. you kind of just relentlessly on the go copying and duplicating or copy and pasting the previous night's performance you you're rehashing what you already know and at least what I've had time to kind of um just up my skills and especially on the also on the production side um understanding the software and all of that jazz so yeah I I don't know what to expect um it's either going to sound terrible or it's going to but it, but yeah it's just the next uh chapter in this journey no dude it's you it's never going to sound terrible i also i also it's never not going to sound like you even if you're experimental i always feel like you bring it back to you and it's a sound that we know and love so i'm ready for it um any idea when we can expect that or is that like a work in progress progress uh yeah I, I, yeah i should put something i should put a deadline on it otherwise it will just be mm-hmm. a work in progress and you know until infinity but i i, I hope to have finished recording all my parts by the end of the year okay. and then and then take luck sort of january and february next year to finesse it and then um and then you know, i might you know you touched on it earlier and i might not just release it all at once which is the traditional way even though i may have recorded it all at once i will kind of try the new hip digital edge strategy of drip feeding it as a single <laughs> and see we'll see what happens i don't know but this is what everyone's doing right we did touch on this earlier and um you were saying that you record and then you you release and release and release and release and every single artist that i'm speaking to granted i am i could be their mothers um and their mother i'm much older than all of them at the point at this point but they're all doing recording and releasing within 2 weeks and then hitting the studio again in the next 2 weeks and recording and releasing and it's single 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 and i i'm i might be old con and you might not agree with me but i would like to know from you for me it doesn't then feel like a cohesive anything right because it's just single 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 and i'm of the age where i like to buy an album and listen to the artist's story from beginning middle and end and go on the journey that they've kind of spent time putting together mm. i don't know if i'm wrong or right or old probably old no no well i mean i i actually just think it comes down to preference and and i'm i'm in your camp where I, that's how I like to consume the music that I like and it's also I guess the, the type of music I want to create yeah. is that it, you know and I like you know I like bands like Arcade Fire and Pink Floyd that do that they, yeah. they, the album is one unit and it does take you on this journey so um you know I kind of and and, and obviously we you know we're always um aspiring and we're always learning from the, the people that inspire us so um i guess yeah for me i'm going to continue to probably document it as an album i understand in the new age why they don't because you you blow all your attention at once right mm. um and and we know that the the news feed and the timelines on social media where everything sort of exists um it's a fast timeline <clears throat> So if you go hey as my new album all 12 songs you know on day 1 well you know you're going to have 12 seconds of attention so you can what i guess the approach now is to kind of go okay well he has this one song 
he has some behind the scenes footage around the one song he has the lyrical inspiration behind the one song he has the video he has the lyrical video and then you can kind of slowly drip feed all this content around this one thing over a couple of weeks and then you know rinse and repeat it with the next song but I, yeah I, I think what starts to happen is you kind of get shaped by an algorithm which mm. is the algorithm is to say this is how this digital age wants it and you feeding that algorithm as opposed to kind of uh, creating something that's unique to to you um but then again i you know if that's what the world wants you, you yourself to kind of <laughs> no do the dance no 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no we fought we fought for more this is the least the, the smallest fight we're ever going to have is for the music we need to we need to stand some you know no yeah exactly and no, so i'll continue to release albums and then yeah i don't know it's a good uh, we'll see well, let's see next year may when <laughs> when it when we'll it all see. happens also though yeah. just this on this i feel like it's it's more stressful to do it this way that everyone else that everyone's doing it at the moment right because there's constantly this pressure to better and better and better and i feel like when you've done an album it's done and you cannot look at like the next whole album but you know that you have a body of work that you love and can lean on and it's already been through all of the thinking and all of the everything so i just i don't know i feel like it's more stressful to do it this way well yes and no the thing is I, I, i'd say it's less stressful because you've got multiple chances you know you can if you only go approach it as a single that you release every month if if month january is a bit of a dud you've got february and if that's a sad dud you've still got march april may but if you release that one album that you spent a, l- a lot of time and energy and everyone just misses track number 8 because they just didn't get around to listening to it it's, it's like a lot of wasted energy and efforts and you know they just discounted as the whole thing's a dud And you're like mm. you even listen to track 8 um and and no they didn't so people people's attention spans are so fleeting um and you know if everyone's shouting hey look at me look at me here's my new song here's my new song and you're going ah oh, hey look at me every 12 months here's my new <laughs> album <laughs> yeah you know i don't know i don't I, you, you kind of you're fighting and le- you know unless you you kind of you comfortable with that approach and you, and you go to go to a more uh focused approach and you you know there's this whole theory around 1000 true fans and you just make it for them you mm-hmm. don't care about the 300,000 fans on Facebook or whatever you just go okay I've got my 1000 fans and he has a new album and you know it's all about them And I think that should be the approach. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, even they, <laughs> even them, you don't have their attention all the time. I don't know. It's a, no. it's a very it's an attention thirsty environment that we're in, and um, I understand why musicians feel the need to kind of just constantly push out content, even though you know sometimes not even songs. It's, mm. It's a it's a very privileged position to be in I think to to look back one day and have seen how this shifted 
you know it, it shifts every so often and i think we were in the mid middle of moving from one idea and how you do it into the next and i think it's a very it's a position of privilege and i think in the long run i think you specifically like musicians of your age group and, and your stature because you guys are huge and yourself you know i think you can really speak to the up-and-comers around both sides and i think then when we're old you're going to have a really good understanding of both of them and you're going to be able to say no listen no not that again don't do that that did not work yeah yeah well no, I, i think it, it, it will it will always work if if it's authentic if they i mean okay. like if if you are you you can quickly do it and turn it around and have fun in the process of releasing like a, a single every two weeks or whatever it is that's awesome you know and 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 it's comes across sincerely and all of that stuff authenticity will should always win and look it's not far removed from how it used to be i mean you know when records those 45s mm. they could only release a single at a time and there would be the single and then on the the b side would would be on the other side of the of the record <clears throat> and sometimes the singles didn't even reach the album you know if you kind of If you look wow. at I mean you go back to the Beatles era and um you know look at sort of a lot of their singles might not have necessarily gone onto the album that they that they might have released later. I definitely need to learn more about this this previous yeah, pre yeah. pre me music era. I didn't yeah. know that that's very cool. That's that's actually really yeah. cool to know. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> But- yeah, so it's not it's not unfamiliar. I think it's uh Ah, nothing is con. I was telling I was telling people the other night. I rem- my mom was saving her pants for me because she said that they would come back and I said never in a million years of those vile mom jeans ever going to be rebirth. And in truth god, they're currently in all of the big department stores. Oh, yeah. And she said, "Yeah, you see I told you, come get them." I was like, "Never said never." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, some things shouldn't come back like buffaloes, but apparently they are. I don't know. Listen, so. Con. Some of my best memories were in those green buffaloes, hey? At the Kitab. Don't admit it. Don't admit it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so speaking of albums, World of Suicide. Firstly, it's been on for a little while. I mean, we've loved it here at Jack, but we live in the Jack Randa FM box. How's it been across the board? How's it been received? Yeah, I mean, um I can now retire and sail the world on my yacht. Yes, good for you. <laughs> Only now, Con. I thought many times over. Yeah, I mean, I'm my other yacht, so my <laughs> my yacht only from the proceeds of this album. No, I mean, yeah, it's it's. I, I don't. I, I think well. I mean, I, it's not like um, I can't say it went to number one on the charts. I don't even know if it, you know, got extensive radio play. But it's yeah. I, I think from the people that matter, which is you know the fan base that I do engage with, um, and that's. primarily on either on social media or you know in a live environment yeah very well um they seem to enjoy it you know i don't think anyone will ever directly go if they're a fan that the last album sucked um <laughs> and also you don't know, like it like you used to in the past um which you know would sometimes be um if it was constructive uh you you would get sort of the feedback loop from reviewers but that doesn't really happen anymore and no, no one really reviews an album um 
So I, I guess I'm not really getting ever getting an objective opinion. Um, and sometimes they weren't objective. Sometimes they were just like completely toxic and humorous at the same same time. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't, you know, uh, but uh, you know, I, I I have to admit that it's not. Uh, I think for me the validation. I don't really care about that. I, I love the process of, of recording music and and putting it out there. And if it resonates with some people, that's cool. But you know, I'm, I'm not really doing it for accolades or affirmations. Um, they're they're nice to to get to kind of validate that you did something nice or it's, you know you, mm. you did a good job. Um, but yeah, that's not that's not why I do it. Um, we all need this energy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, sometimes you need it because it uh, affords your livelihood, and I guess that the the, the the most sort of um, best way of affirming whether you're doing a job well enough is if you can generate some sort of a livelihood out of it. Yeah. Um, and if you can, that's all that matters, really. Um, you know, and if you can, have, you know, be lucky enough to continue to, to create your musings, and, and and there's enough people supporting it, then that's that's all the validation you really need. The rest is the cherry on top. This is very wise, Khan. This is very, these are very wise words. I'm going to clip this and listen to this in the car. You know, like in those Hollywood movies you see where people are trying to calm themselves and they're listening to these tapes, these self-help tapes. You're yeah. you mine. Okay. Don't need validation, Danny. Don't need validation. No, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, no, it's difficult. I mean, we're still human. So we, we you know, <laughs> they, they, um, I can't say it's not a nice thing to have. And, and, and obviously I can't say that I'm not affected or impacted by rejection or, or nastiness. Um, but I, I'm very aware that that's not, it's not going to stop me doing something mm. like rejection. And it's also um, validation is not, it's not what I'm seeking. I'm, I'm, I'm in love with the process. And, and that's where the nurturing, you know, that's where I'm nourished by. Not, woo, not praise. You're so healthy. It must be nice to get it to have it all together like that. <laughs> I know you don't always. I know that. No, you're of course so not. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you just you sound so good though. Okay, so new single off of a world that's suicide. It drops this week, if I remember correctly, and it's called "In Search of Better Days." Yes. What would you like us to take from this song? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's it's quite a an end. Uh, I have to admit from the onset, I didn't, uh, it, the only lyric I wrote in that song was In Search of Better Days. Um, so Rob, he's the keyboardist in our band. He would often play this riff, uh, this piano riff at uh, during soundcheck. And I was like, hey, that's a great song. I want to put that on my next album. And I would just riff some words over it, mostly nothing, but I would end it with in search of better days and he'd go dong, dong, dong. And then and then he came with a song documented and he'd put in in search of better days and I liked his lyrics. Some of them were very random, like there was a man from the edge of town who 
And he's like, you can change those lyrics. And I just put them there as like a, a bookmark. And I was like, no, I think the, the words are cool. The fact that they're slightly nonsensical, um, you know, it, it lends itself to being interpreted by by the listener in which whichever way. So yeah, uh, Rob um, Rob wrote ninety percent of the lyrics, aside from aside from that in search of better days. And I mean, I guess it's kind of melancholic. Where I think most people are, most of the time in life and society, and kind of one, you know, pondering their their reason for existence and their and their place in this world, and mm-hmm. so questioning the narratives and the messages and the political and social rhetoric that gets kind of spewed our way, and um, yeah, it's it's just being about being frustrated um, and questioning all of that um, yeah but but going uh, you know I'm on this life journey and and I'm I'm kind of not that uh, satisfied with what I see in the rear view mirror um, and I'm you know I'm, I'm pursuing I'm, 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 I'm in search of better days uh, I needed the song I did listen to it. <laughs> they did send it to me, and I definitely needed this song. It is out this week, and you can get it everywhere. It is off of the album A World at Suicide. And Khan, last thing, the last time we spoke, you promised me you were coming to TikTok. Did you? Did you make a TikTok? Have you joined uh, yeah. the, the realm? I made about three, and then I was like, I still don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, know. Uh, I mean, I look. I, I, I need to get. I need to up that game, to be honest. Um, but but I will. I'm taking dancing lessons. Uh, wow. And, okay. So the next time we see you, there will be six TikToks, no more three. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'll double. I'll dub, double my three efforts. every single. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you are you. I know you still a busy TikToker. I am. I posted something and I was complaining to you the last time that I nothing was working. I posted something. I don't know what I did. I don't know what happened, but it just went. Yeah. I did it. I went yeah. viral. But now I have pressure because now I don't know what I did. I don't know. Well, I, th- I think as well with that game, it's actually just about volume, right? It's a quantity game. The, the more you kind of... Consistency. Something might just hit. So... Um, yeah. Much yeah. like life, actually. Yeah, actually, that's it. Actually, you got to you got to be in the game, and you got to constantly pitch up, and now and again, you get lucky. This is true. Khan, thank yeah. you so much for chatting to me today. Um, this has been awesome as usual. Good luck for the new single. I'm sure. I mean, I don't know if we say good luck. What do we say? I said this is someone leaving to go on stage, and I was like, do we still say break a leg? Like, what do we say? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, either or, good luck, break a leg. Um, May the force be with you. Yeah, that's better. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> May the force be with you, and we will find you on the TikTok. Yeah, I'll with my six videos. <laughs> that is a pinky. Hey, that's a pinky promise again. Yeah, done. Thank you. <laughs> Come on, thank you so much. Have a lack of afternoon. You too. Thanks for the chat again. Eh? Bye. Bye. 
Oh my goodness, you listened all the way to the end. I'm so stoked. Thank you for listening. If you're looking for more conversations like that, uplifting, motivating, loving, and just like all of the good things, all you need to do is listen to jackarandafm.com every Monday to Thursday from 7 to 10 p.m. Or you can just search Love Songs with Danny Painter or Danny Painter wherever you get your podcasts. You can also go and check them out on our YouTube channel on jackarandafm.com. I'll catch you next time for another really lacquer conversation. Be safe. Love you.